0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Now, Marie-Pierre, we're not live yet on Facebook, huh? It's not working? Ha, it's one of those mornings. There's too much energy. There's too much energy coming out of me right now. Good morning, everyone. Maria Mariano, multi-level marketing specialist, 38 years in my particular field, and we just blew out of the water, another phenomenal month. How can I not say it? And the re- yeah, Dorothy, exactly. You on Zoom that I see. Why I'm saying this? Because what we are sharing in the podcast doesn't come from my head. It comes from my heart. It's Uh, I work with it, I have results with it, and I want you two to have the most amazing results, always going to your next level of success. For those that I see on Zoom, who wants to always go to their next level of success? So when people say to me, Maria, what do you do with all this money? Nothing, I don't even spend. I only buy stuff on Amazon for my dogs. Did you hear again? I said my dogs yesterday on, on top of that, I watched a movie on dogs. Oh my God, Orchi, Norchi. Anyway, something like that. I cried. I cried. I can't believe I'm dry, crying for dogs. Anyway, I am passionate about accomplishing our next together. Are next together. And I'm so excited to finally enter with you in the public habits. Now, for those joining us for the very first time, we are in the book, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I'm here once again as a 38-year entrepreneur, 34 years being married because it's all about the Stephen Covey. And most importantly, most importantly, um what I consider my success as a family, not only financially, I think this is what's the most important because a lot of people will say a lot of things, but a lot of times you look at their background and it's broken. It's broken. So the mouth, the mouth says one thing, but the background is not reflecting what they're teaching, training or talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, I work very hard each day to be an example, a reflection of that so that it can inspire you to and to always remind yourself to say what one man can do, another man can do. I have my mentors. I have my people I focus on. I focus on copying the right cats when it comes to my marriage, copying the right cats when it comes to raising my children, even if they're at 26, 28, 30. Mother one day, mother all the time. Who understands me here? There's no such thing as, well, they're old enough, they can take care of themselves. No, 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 no. Saturday, I forgot to tell you, marie Saturday, my brother comes over and he wanted to beat Mohammed with the flowers, So he brings me even more flowers. I forgot to do a story. But anyways, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And Yasmin said something. She's 26 years old. She just um, got uh, certified, or I don't know what you call it, uh, uh, la sermentation in French, as a tax lawyer. And she said something I didn't like. And there was my brother, uh, my sister-in-law, the children. And I turned around, and I said to her, when you don't know what to say, shut up. I was really pissed with her. So you see, this... So my brother looks at me, his eyeballs like this, because he's my young brother, right? We're 12 years apart. He's 12 years younger. He looks at me, goes, you know, sister, what I love about you? It doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter their diplomas. You keep them humble. It's as if I took a two by four and I just slammed it on her head. Because there's a way of being respectful and speaking. And no matter how old they are, my job is to keep them within the invisible walls, right? Of protocol and respect and everything. So this is what... This book is about. So let's dive in as an introduction only to the beginning of habit number four, which is win-win, which we're only going to dive in next week. Today and tomorrow are going to be introductions. So. New start of the public victories. Today is an introduction, introductory chapter about the paradigms of interdependence and emotional bank account. And we split it up into two. Marie-Pierre is going to do the emotional bank account. So paradigms of interdependence. Interdependence is that. Well, in fact, there can be no friendship. There can be no friendship without confidence, and no confidence without integrity. So, you always have to ask yourself, is what I'm doing when nobody's watching match what I'm doing when everybody's watching? So, the definition of integrity for me is to be doing when nobody's watching what I would be doing when you're all watching me. You guys follow that? Very important. This is an introductory of the three habits. In, in fact, If we don't master, well, we don't master. If we don't understand the three habits, we can't get into habit four. So once again, uh, there's never, like somebody would say to me, but you already covered it. And I've read this book five times and I'm still not getting it. But each time I read it, I'm getting better and better. Does that make sense? So repetition brings conviction. Repetition brings conviction. So what is habit number one? Quickly, it's proactivity. I can change. I can control my feelings. I can choose, right? No one can make us feel inferior without our consent. Rose, Roosevelt, or I don't know who said that, right? Or what about Gandhi when he said they cannot take away our self-respect if we do not give it to them? And this is, remember the circles for those on, on, um, on Podbeam, you know, the six inch circle versus a two inch circle. The six inch circle is my circle of concern. This is stuff I cannot do anything about. The circle of influence is what I can do something about. And how good, how mature, there I'm going to use that word again. How mature am I about understanding that I can only work within my circle of influence. Circle of concern are only the things I have mental, emotional involvement, and I can't do anything about it. The war that's happening right now, COVID-19, Gen Con. <laughs> Did you see that I slipped something in with our, a multi-level marketing? Okay. I can't do an, anything about The circle of influence are those things I can control. It's all about initiative. You are the designer of your life. You are in charge. What can you focus? Focus on the things you can control. I can control my attitude. I can control my efforts. I can control my mindset. Now I have influence on the outside of me because we're going to be diving in as a next Thursday on the outside, right? You cannot control the outside if you do not control your mind. They did. You're not doing. Always pointing the finger. No, 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 no. Every time you point a finger, look at me, you guys on Zoom and on live. There's four pointing to me. I am responsible. Are you mature enough to accept that? Okay. Have you blamed somebody for your lack of success in the past? Oh, I I can't get ahead. My manager is not helping me. My boss is an asshole. Uh, Excuse me? Why aren't you the boss then? Huh? How about taking responsibility if you don't like what's happening, right? No. Okay. This is where we are. Right. Habit number two, begin with the end in mind. There's two creations in habit number two. There's the first creation, which we will talk about only in habit two, which is the mental, your funeral. You got to visualize your funeral, your friends, your family, your colleagues, you know, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's there. What are they saying about you? You see, the immature people. We'll visualize them saying, oh, Maria was so energetic. Maria was so positive. Maria, Maria, Maria. See, that's immature people. That's what they visualize at their funeral. Mature people visualize people like Monique attending my funeral. And she's saying, I became a multimillionaire because I followed the teaching. I was able to give each one of my sons a home. I, and it you see the difference between mature and immature? And this is the big wording that Stephen Covey will always, always use. So what basically we're working on in Habits 2 is the end in mind that is based on security, guidance, and very important, wisdom. Wisdom and the power to strengthen others. So your end in mind has to be the people saying, I've done this because I touched this individual. So every action I do, every single action I do will be based with this clear image of this end in mind. So why am I so passionate still after 38 years? Because I visualized that I'm going to beat my mother at the funerals. You see, I have a goal. When my mother passed away, there was 2,000 people at her funeral, For somebody that was illiterate, that didn't know how to write English, French, Italian, and yet there were over 2,000 signatures. And everybody at that funeral came up to me and shared with me how my mom changed their lives and not how great my mom was. And that became an end in mind for me that day in 1995. And I said, Mom, I looked in the sky and I said, I'm going to beat you and I made it my goal, so I have fun with it, so I have the choice to be depressed, or I have the choice to use that as a lever, le- le- uh, as a leverage to hit my next level, and I'm sure she's always looking up there, and she's always smiling, and saying to me, okay, Maria, okay, Maria, okay, Maria, okay, Maria, I get it, I get it, okay, Maria, I think you're going to beat me, okay, I'm beating you, so, uh, Success at home is all about habit number two. Never judging, being orderly, defending those that are absent. Absolutely, people have to be, feel safe. I know my directors feel safe. I know my directors never doubt. I will. I know Monique will never have a doubt about me talking behind her back to her director, Dorothy. And this is why I can talk anywhere down in my organization and none of my directors feel threatened. Threatened. And remember, if you're listening to somebody that's bashing somebody, oh, my my mother didn't do this. Remember, one day she'll be bashing you. Okay, so you know where to walk away and always defend the absent. And habit number three is putting first things first. Now, remember we talked about the, the four quadrants: quadrant one, important, urgent, quadrant two, important, not urgent, quadrant three, not important but urgent in quadrant four, not important, not urgent, like watching Lucifer, but we watch it because just sometimes it feels nice, right? Okay. So what basically habit number three is saying is focus on important, not urgent. Example, not taking care of the roof when it starts leaking. You know it's due, call the roof maker before it starts leaking. So it's important, but it's not yet urgent, but we're going to take it care now before it becomes urgent. Does that make sense? I go for a yearly checkup because I don't want to not take care of my health and then say, oh, shit, what happened? And then you're in the important and urgent running across all of Montreal to, to visit this different hospital. So the goal is to be in quadrant two all this, all the time, which means you have to remove the dumb stuff from your agenda to make sure you're doing the important stuff. Now, before Marie-Pierre takes, takes, takes off with this, what's very important, for the public victories, you must be as effective as possible in habits one, two, and three. Self-mastery and self-discipline are the foundation of any great relationship. When we're yelling at our spouses, when we're yelling at our kids, often if you really, really dig down, it's our lack of organization that creates the chaos in our homes. The same thing with our business. So first things first. And now off to you, Marie-Pierre, introduction, of course, to the
1: emotional bank account. Yes, thank you, Maria, but before I start, just make sure that everyone share the podcast this morning, if you are on Podbean, make sure to share because it gives you heart, so it, it, oh, it's today, we have to do the draw, it's the end of the month today, <laughs> I'm always watching, Yes, okay, so we have to do the draw. Remember us just to make sure <laughs> that we don't forget to do the draw at the end for the conditioning pro- program. So it's the last chance to have the most heart. So make sure that you share, that you comment, you like the podcast on Podbean. And if you are on Facebook, make sure to always share and add a comment. So uh, everyone know why you decide to share and they should listen to the podcast. So yes, today we talk about emotional bank account because every relationship works with the emotional bank account. So we all know how uh, our regular bank account works. We make deposit, we save up money, and when we need that money later, we withdraw it. An emotional bank account is an account of trust instead of money. It's an account based on how, how safe you feel with another person. It's like a real bank account with deposit and withdrawal. Things you think, say and do act as automatic deposit or withdrawal and affect how you or other around you feel. So the goal is to have more deposit than withdrawal. So leaving the relationship or with a positive feeling of and um, the interaction is how you can make a deposit. The more deposit, the better you feel about yourself and the better your relationship with others will be. The single most effective and enduring deposit record is showing the other person kindness. Just as we make regular deposit in the bank account, as we interact, we can make regular deposits to build up our relationship. Over time, we will create a healthy positive balance. Then on the day when we may have a negative interaction, such as when we are upset or require something, we may end up making a withdrawal. Hopefully, the relationship is rich and stable, and there is still enough reserve left over in our account to build upon. A higher balance in our emotional bank account leads to a higher level of trust and a healthy communication. When your trust level is high, because you've made a lot of deposit, communication is almost effortless. You can be yourself and others understand and appreciate you. Then when you make a mistake or offend someone unexpectedly, you draw on that reserve and the relationship still maintains a solid level of trust. But at the other end, when you are discourteous, (laughs) disrespect others, interrupt others, speak sarcastically, or in your other, your emotional bank account becomes overdrawn because you have jeopardized the trust level. When the trust level is low, you have to be very careful of what you say. You tend to be more political. And we have to remember that our most precious relationship with our spouse, kids, friends, and boss require constant deposit because those relationships continue to grow and change And with this change come new expectation. So these relationships require constant investment. So I have three questions for you. Uh, It's three assessment to see where are you now with the emotional bank account. So where do you see yourself? So for each of those three questions, I want you to write in the comments uh, from one to six, where do you see yourself? So number one, I show kindness and consideration towards others. So from one to six, six being the highest, I show kindness and consideration towards others. I love doing that. (laughs) Number two, I keep promises and honor commitments. From one to six, Where do you see yourself? And number three. I do not speak negatively of others when they are not present. From one to six. I love this one, we have a lot of six. I love it. (laughs) I think it's the most important is the number three To not speak negatively of others when they are not present is so much important because you can do a withdrawal for your bank account emotional and the other person doesn't know it. But you still know it and you know how it is your emotional bank account. So tomorrow we will cover the six ways to make deposit, or reduce withdrawal with the emotional bank account.
0: Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. And I I was thinking of your your
1: exercise.
0: And honestly, what I have to work on is number one. Consideration. Repeat number one.
1: Kindness and consideration towards others. Kindness, it's a six. Even a ten.
0: But consideration, sometimes, because I'm always... Uh, I'm a high roller I I work very very fast sometimes I don't take in consideration that maybe this person would need a little bit more time you know so I said ah that one I would even split it in two did you notice this podcast is always about me with my own inner reflection so I just love it love it love it and I I was listening to somebody I I enjoy listening to that's in another multi-level marketing and she says Remember, 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 if you, you are not working on your leadership every single day, whether you're a mom, whether you're a dad, whether you're, you're working at Tim Hortons or Starbucks or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can never increase your level of influence in the outside world because in 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 the reality is the first person who gives value the first person that is kinder the first person who makes the other person feel of a higher value is the person that's going to win now it sounds pretty um like said this way you're saying oh so you're only being kind because you want to win no 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 don't be negative now choose to look at this in in with a positive eye it's you have to understand you cannot win in life if you don't plant the seed yeah i planted the seed well wait a second did you water it did you put vitamins you understand did you remove the bad weeds around you know the plant so it goes a lot further. So winning in life, it, for me, it has always been Marie-Pierre to visualize a garden and how much work it takes me to have this beautiful garden I have every single year. And you know, Marie-Pierre, when we posted the pictures of, you know, have the, a city garden, how people go, oh my God, how come you have so much basil? How do you have so much peppers? Well, it's because the little I have. So even if you're working in a humble job like Starbucks, do not undervalue your capacity no matter how little to give back to the world and have an incredible impact you understand so i always say what you're doing how are you putting values to others anyways in conclusion for today honesty is conforming our words to our reality this is what honesty is about right so look at your agenda are you really putting first things first Like I have one of my directors right now uh, that had a very successful month, but I know why she had a very successful month. If she wants to be honest about it is because in September, she conformed to what needed to be done to be successful in our multi-level marketing business. Now we can have a lot of busy work. So in our multi-level marketing business, you, you can do lives, you can do posts, but never following up. So, You think you've worked. If you want to be honest, you think you've worked. But did you really work if there's not the follow-up and follow-through? So one of the words I want you to write today, the key is following up and following through whatever you're doing. If you tell your kids to pick up their room, it's very important. You don't do it in their place, but you stand there in the doorway until they do it. Follow up and follow through that's the key to success, okay? And not taking the easy route, ah, I'll just do it myself, it's gonna go faster. Never, 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 never. It's in the follow-up and the follow-through. Integrity is conforming reality to your words. Like, really? Somebody says, oh, I have integrity. Then why did you just talk about so-and-so? I mean, I'm allowed to talk about you, Monique, but only if you're absent in a way where I'm using you as oh my God, look how great she is. But if that's not the way I'm going to talk about Monique, then there's no integrity. Or some people tell me, well, it depends. I go, since when did integrity become, it depends? Listen, I said to somebody one day, you either have integrity or you don't. There's no, it depends. There's no, it depends. Short but important chapter, as you can see, as the paradigm of emotional bank account will be a frequent Theme in the next three habits, okay? Emotional bank account. So please be there tomorrow. It's going to be the inf- official introductory introduction to how to deposit with intention in your husband. So after 34 years, you can keep calling him your James Bond. Or as I say to Mohammed, you keep calling me your James Bonnet, right? Uh, how to deposit into your children. So no matter how old they are, the first thing in their mind is always, I wonder how mom and dad are doing. They'll give you that phone call. Or if they live close, they'll come and see you once a week. Okay. Uh, Depositing in brothers and sisters and sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws. You know, it's all about this. Not just in my work. I can't be kind with you and not do it with my family. So putting first things first. I'm so, so excited. You have no idea. And I thank you so much for being here with us because- I want to thank you because you allow me to work on myself to be a better person so I can win at my funerals compared to my mom. Isn't that funny, Victoria? (laughs) But that's what it's all about, eh? a positive vision. Everything is positive. How can you make it that way? So thank you, Marie-Pierre, off to the French. And I'm so excited, once again, for those in my multi-level marketing business, I just want to congratulate you once again for over a million dollars in growth, not in sales, in growth, crushing it with over $3.8 in September. You guys are absolutely phenomenal, once again, proving to the rest of the world Okay, that these principles and these concepts that we're sharing on the podcast definitely work. Our results are speaking louder than anything else that I am saying right now. So I thank you, my sales force, for being the example for everybody to follow around the world, because now I'm getting messages from people on other places that are following us. So continue to shine bright your light. Never dim your light to make somebody feel better. Shine bright like a diamond so you inspire and you encourage others to do like you. All right. Love you guys. Have an awesome team meeting. All right. Love you, right. everyone. Thank you to Olga
1: that she remembered that we have to do the drop today. Wow. Thank you. So the winner is Jane. Great. Congratulations. You win your conditioning program. Wow. Congratulations and have a nice day.
0: Bye everyone.